Good day, everyone, wherever you are, whenever you are listening. Welcome back to the 23 Podcast. Parker Kern here along with Father Jeff McBeth. Father, we are counting down the days. We are We're, almost there. We are. It is, uh, it's hard to believe, isn't it? The baby Jesus is almost here. I know. I know. It, it really is. Yeah, but we're here, and it's uh, of course it's a it's a wild weekend, of oh, course, yeah. with uh, with Christmas on Monday and all of our Christmas Eve masses on uh, on uh, on Sunday. Um, so, as a reminder, no eleven o'clock mass on Sunday. Sunday. Yep. Um, I think a lot of parishes actually are doing this, from what I can uh, tell from online or whatnot, to kind of uh, canceling that last morning mass to. Kind of get ready for the evening, and you know, have musicians and all sorts of just different liturgical ministers. It's you know, it's um, it's a lot of masses in a row. Oh yeah. And so, um, you know, just want to want to make sure we can do them all well and um, and whatnot. So we are having the five on Saturday and the nine a.m. on Sunday. Not sure exactly when you're listening to this. Hopefully, you're not. <laughs> you're on if you're on your way to the eleven o'clock mass. Just go to Bob Evans. You're pre-gaming. Yeah. Um, you might not check masstimes.org <laughs> to see what else might be, yeah. uh, you go somewhere else in the area. Be out there. Yeah. I'm not sure what to tell you. Um, but I hope to be hiding by then. Um, yeah. Are you going to like go into like a nap pod or something? Ooh, it might not be a terrible idea. No. You know, we might need to, might need to rest up a little bit, you know, for the, for the evening, but, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So really like. Remember, no 11 o'clock mass on uh, Sunday, yeah. on the 24th. So, but yeah, otherwise it'd be good. Uh, mass at 4.30, uh, both in the church and in Roncalli Hall, and 7.30 and 11 p.m., and then 10 a.m. on Christmas morning. So it'll be, uh, it'll be great, you know, no, oh, uh, no white Christmas, but it's also not a frigid Christmas you know, like it was last year when I think it was like two degrees or something like that. I remember, yeah. Well, I looked ahead because I was hoping for a white Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like and, the kind you used to know? Yeah, like, the, yeah, where the treetops glisten. Mm-hmm. Right? All that. And the children listen. Um, and the... <laughs> and the priests. I was, I was and not, the priests listen. I was, I was paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was... It, it's it's going to be, what, like 42, I think, that day in Cloudy? I could be... Did they change it? I thought it would be like 50 or oh, something. Oh, boy. Well, yeah. It's, Christmas uh, in our shorts. Dreaming of a balmy Christmas. I guess. You know? It's like Florida. Exactly. Exactly. Let's see. I'm pulling up weather. This is the well, weather I saw something on the news the other day that the high temperature for us for this Christmas would be the high temperature in Miami last Christmas. Wow. So <laughs> I see the temperature for Monday, the 25th. 59 degrees. Whoa. 59 degrees. And I'm double clarifying the weather channel with... Apple Maps, wow, or Apple Apple Weather, and so, that says fifty six. So, so take I'm, the, I'm sure if you're listening, and you happen to be like, take the average a meteorologist at one of the local channels. You're not offended by, by yeah. your looking at the at the weather channel. Sorry, as, as opposed to like the WTL app Sorry, or something Chris. like that. Sorry, Sorry. yeah, it's on my second screen of apps. <laughs> weather channels on the first. Sorry. Sorry. I pay for the premium I don't know. I don't know. weather channel, so I get the Doppler. We really radar, don't know so. who listens to this, do we? So. No. Uh, you know who knows? Who knows what might uh, no. what might happen? But yeah, regardless, it's um, it's gonna be a little a little warm. Yeah. It might be a wet Christmas. Yeah, good. What? Yeah. But wear yeah. your wear your uh, your Easter attire to Christmas. Mass. There you go. There you <laughs> go with your Christmas bonnet. Yeah. So. Yeah, but good, but good. No, it's uh, always good. Always good to uh, to see uh, see so many people and all that kind of 
all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I tend not to have sports, you know, on Christmas. Mm-hmm. So uh, good. Um, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that out loud. So, um, yeah, uh, just a few other reminders about the next week that uh, the parish office is closed uh, from noon. To, uh, sorry, it's, it's open from 9 to 1. Uh, so in reduced hours next week. Um, so nine to one, but those aren't my hours. I don't, I don't keep, you know, office hours. So if you need me, I'll be, I'll be around. Yep. So yeah, good. Very good. So father, maybe some, um, Christmas traditions. What are you kind of looking forward to? Any, any fun family things? This year? Um, you know, the interesting, I, I, I think of that, um, it, se- it seemed like every year Christmas was different, um, which yeah. I kind of liked actually, you know, yeah. looking back, it's like, um, you know, it was always good, you know, and parents, you know, try to make it special. But other than mass, you know, whether it was this year we did this or this year we did that, yeah. um, it always seemed to be be different. Maybe that leads to my flexibility in my yeah. uh, adult years. But, um, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, just um, I think keeping it uh, keeping it simple, which is fine, but uh, but always, gonna, always good nonetheless. That's so, awesome. Yeah, you? Um, yeah, I mean— when I was younger, it was a lot more, you know, you'd go to the the paternal grandparents' house, and then, you know, the day of, you go to the maternal grandparents' house, and, of course, they're all gone now, mm-hmm. but uh, we do just our own little kind of family deal on Christmas Day, usually, and Mercer's family, too, has a little something, so now, sure. we're, now we're alternating. I'm alternating that. Right. It's like the next yeah. phase of life, learning right. to uh, negotiate yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but as you're, you know... As I age and stuff and, you know, get more into the traditions on, on what, you know, her family does. Sure. And obviously I'm pretty aware of what my family does and I, you know, I enjoy what we do there as well. Just, you know, a chilled dinner and, you know, some just time to be together yeah. and some cookies and gifts and stuff. Just real simple. Yeah. That's always the big um, thing. Just you know, the, the simple times and sometimes those are, uh, are really great. Yeah. And they're going to have to like, you know, I'm going to have to be just like wheeled in there because yeah. I'm just going to probably be a corpse yeah. by that point. But that'll be all right. Yeah. It'll be good. You know. Jesus-a-thon is over, and we'll be just chilling out for yeah. the rest of the day. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's a good so, day for that. It really it's is. A good day for so that. we can't get ahead of ourselves, though. We I know. Have one we still more have Sunday. a little bit of Advent left. That's just, one, little... like, what, six more hours? <laughs> I mean, my goodness. It's a little smidge of Advent. I had, so... a, qu- I had a question. My best friend and I had dinner on Saturday. Mm-hmm. and We, he we had... can have dinner on Saturday. I'm sorry. My second best friend and I had dinner on Saturday. My my best friend from school um, had dinner. He's actually a SJJ guy too. Oh, alum, yeah, class of fourteen, so a little older than I am. But uh, he asked, like, why is it just that the fact that they don't have like a actual next week of Advent? Like, couldn't we have just pushed it back a week? Because yeah. there's only three cal- – he's like, there's only 21 days, really, of Advent. Right. And I was like, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Like, I understand this is like – we've been mm-hmm. building this up, but, like, is there any, like, way to navigate that? I, I don't know because, I mean, you you take the four Sundays before December 25th, and those are your Sundays. I just – And um, you have to, like, come up with some other kind of week, I guess. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Like, so, well, because last year wasn't Christmas on a Sunday. Right, so we actually had four full weeks. Yeah. Of, so why couldn't of we the just longest. do that again? Yeah, but also it like started earlier. That's so, true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we could like cancel out a week of ordinary time. You know. Oh, that's true. You know, we have to do that. Oh, yeah. you know, on the on the on the back end of last uh, 
on the back end of last year. But um, yeah, yeah. So that's just the way it goes. Wow. I guess it's four Sundays. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we talk about being four weeks, but mm-hmm. obviously it's probably more accurate to say four Sundays, and then I guess whatever happens after that four Sunday, yeah. you know, uh, varies from year to year. Though interestingly, the week leading up to to the Nativity. Um, is a is a special kind of week in Advent, and so, um, for example, this week, you know, it's really like the third Sunday of Advent. But because Christmas falls so early, we've actually not been doing like the readings and prayers from the third week of Advent mm. because from December seventeenth to the twenty fourth, that so that seven days before, is a special kind of preparation for oh. the uh, celebration of the Nativity. Wow. So. They have their own, you know, special readings. Um, and so no matter what, like, day of the week it is, like, when December 17th hits, like, you're entering into this whole little realm of different readings and wow. and, and prayers, especially the Liturgy of the Hours and things like that. So um, each of those evenings, uh, the—maybe this is a little too much liturgical no, stuff this for is people. No, this is good. But so evening prayer— um, well, always uh, part of evening prayer is always the canticle of Mary or, or the Magnificat. Sure, uh, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. We tend to hear that a lot this time of year when we're focusing on on Mary. Um, and each of those has a little antiphon, like a little refrain, kind of like the Psalms almost. Sure. Um, and um, each one starts with O, and then something about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, so O, Key of David, or um, O Lord. Um, or o Emmanuel, right? Um, so the the hymn "O Come, O Come, Emmanuel" comes from uh, from the liturgy, from evening prayer, also known as vespers. Uh-huh. And so that's why there's seven verses to "O Come, O Come, Emmanuel." If you do the whole thing, because it's it's the evening prayer refrain or antiphon from uh, those seven days, December seventeenth through the twenty fourth, um, just preparing us for the birth of Jesus by. Sort of declaring, you know, more and more uh, who he is, and and the different ways that he leads us to salvation. So that's crazy. So it's actually been a has been a kind of a special week liturgically because of that, you know, with this sort of a week run up into into Christmas. So that's insane. Thank yeah. you for that FCF fun class fun Catholic fact today. Fun Catholic fact. Beautiful. Yeah. And stay tuned for the meditation hymn on uh, the fourth Sunday. Ooh. Just saying. Might, nice. Might, might have a little surprise in there for you. Nice. Yeah. So anyways. Usually I don't like surprises, but we'll see. Okay. Yeah. You underestimated the element of surprise. Oh. Well, I guess I guess that cat's kind of out of the bag anyway at this point. I think it is. Yeah. Because yeah. we put it in the bulletin, which you can go look at. Oh. That's okay. Yeah, and just talked about it now. We did. Yeah. It's okay. That's all right. I'll, I'll still be... Enjoy it. ...attuned, and it'll be amazing. It'll, it'll be great. So. I have no doubts. I have no doubts. All right. How about some scripture, Father? Yeah. So this is... um. So Advent, of course, it celebrates really the two comings of Christ. Um, Christ, you know, first coming at Christmas, and uh, then his coming again, which is the focus more early in Advent. And but now, as we're we're heading into uh, celebrating the Lord's Nativity, that focus is more on that first coming, um, in in his in his birth. Um, so our gospel for this Sunday is Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. Um, of course, we would have actually heard this as our gospel for the Immaculate Conception. It's a popular one for uh, Marian feasts, and uh, 
things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very, um, very rich. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with the man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. So this time of year, um, you know, we might hear on the radio that song, Mary, Did You Know? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, from what we just read, yeah, she um, she knows. Yeah, she knew. Yeah, pretty. She crazy. knew. Who, she knew who Jesus was. Ah. So, yeah, the answer is yes. I actually just heard that song today. Yeah, so. sorry. No, that's okay. Yeah, I'm glad you answered the. Qu- I'm glad the scripture answered the question for me. <laughs> I was really wondering. Yeah, I was really wondering. <laughs> that's right. For, for the last 27 years, yeah, I've been like, right. I wonder that's... if she actually knew. Yeah. Well, better late than never to get that clarified. Yes. So yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what a. Again, as, as as kind of the theme here on the podcast, I like to put myself in the shoes of the person right. that, like, the gospel is, yeah. you know, they're kind of a main main focus of that week. And, like, just out of context, like, what would happen if that happened to, I mean, obviously, we're, we're men, right? But, like, if somebody said, hey, yeah. you're going to be the father of mm-hmm. the Lord, be like, excuse me? Like, yeah. <laughs> what? So I, I think that was kind of her initial reaction. But then the selflessness. Yeah. To just give of herself. And that's the thing, that's the linchpin for me that really ties this all together. I think that we need to take away from this this piece, this reading, this scripture, is that, um, you know, we we are always called to have some some work of the Lord yeah. in, in our lives throughout the throughout our day. We don't know what it's gonna be, we don't know when it's gonna happen. Right. And that's kind of the whole point. We need to be kind of saying, Okay, let let your will be done, right? Yeah. Your will, not my will. Yeah, right? that was on a shirt one time I saw it and I liked yeah, it for sure. But um, I just think that we should we should really embody that, especially in this time of the year, um, you know, the season of giving or whatever you want to call it. Um, we should really give of ourselves more to God and more to others. I think you're exactly right. It's that response um, that uh, that we're called to to make. Um, and what I like about this. Um, and I was reflecting on this, you know, the other night, uh, and even wrote this down. I said, when we're faithful to God, good things can happen, you know, and God can move. And mm-hmm. so, right, so um, God's not going to call us to do what he asked the Virgin Mary to do, because that was the only needed once. <laughs> 
and uh, only happened once, but God is calling all of us to something. Yeah. And uh, so I think, you know, to recognize, um, you know, that and to say when we, we step out in faith and um, are, are open to what God has in store for us, then um, good things can come of that. And um, again, God can can make a move in our in our life, and so I think that's the beautiful part of the beautiful example of the of the Virgin Mary, even though you know she didn't maybe know what all that was. I mean, she obviously knew what was being asked of her, but man, her life just got completely turned upside down. Um, and um, you know that can even happen to us sometimes when yeah. we think we're going in one direction, and then. You know, we feel like God's just really calling us to something else, and it's like, whoa, like what, what's going on? I don't know what to do. What does this mean? Right. Um, so I think maybe a lot of of us have experienced that before. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, things might. I mean, however, her life was going at the time. Yeah, got completely, completely turned around. Sure. Um, and obviously, for the better for for her. She's now the divine mother. So, right. and obviously the better for us for uh, oh, yeah, for, for having the savior. Yeah, I would gonna say that's <laughs> right. probably pretty good for for all of us too. But it, but again, that's that selflessness. Yeah, like she knew that it would be something that that she would have to you know give up or sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and I you know love always involves a sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, of course, we see this with Jesus ultimately on the on the cross. You know, and it's. God is love, mm-hmm. and um, Jesus says there's no greater love than this, and to lay down one's life for one's friends. And so there is no love without sacrifice. And so with Mary and her love for God, um, you know, had to have been willing to make that that sacrifice in love, and we just do that too in just so many, many ways. We're even just thinking about even at this Christmas time when, you know, parents had to sacrifice a lot in love to, like, give their children a, a great Christmas, you know, for example. Um but just in so many ways that uh, we sort of are called to step out of ourself for the good of another. Um, and that's imitating the life of God and, and imitating the response of, of Mary. Yeah, agreed. And, and also it's for us, right, when God sends the angel Gabriel, it's, it's not, not so much that he needed her permission necessarily. I guess, you know, God is God, so God knows, right? But... I think that that was his way of kind of notifying her of that, you know, like just making sure this is, you know, gonna, gonna happen. And I think for us too, like God is constantly, you know, trying to, to, you know, check in with us and see, you know, how, you know, he wants to help. Yeah. Um, I, I was at mass this, uh, this earlier this week, uh, the, the Advent pilgrimage at central mm. Catholic Deacon Chris Turner, one of our very own. That's right. And he'll be on the uh, he'll be in the pulpit this right. this weekend uh, for the fourth Sunday. But he said um, in his homily, which was very good, uh, that that the Savior, you know, that God, Jesus, they want to help us. Yeah. They they you know he said lay down whatever it is that's giving you any sort of issue right now because it was of course the end of the semester for mm-hmm. for those that mm-hmm. don't know Central Catholic my alma mater. Um, every year walks the student body and alumni walk to the Rosary Cathedral to have mass. And so, um, you know, he said, this is a pilgrimage. So we're, you know, on journey together, but you know, when you get back from that journey, you should be, you know, changed in some way. Mm, So, mm -hmm. so he provided that in saying, you know, whatever, whatever happened in the first semester of school, 
or whatever is going to happen, you know, to you over break or whatever you think, you know, some of the people are seniors, they're graduating from high school, right? We know that's a big time. He said, how can the savior, you know, how can he help you? Yeah. Cause he came, he came here for all of us. Now, how can he, you know, take some of that burden and anxiety off us? I thought that was very well said again, especially in the context of, of this time of the year. And because God is love, um, you know, love can never be forced. And so he's not going to ever force himself on us. Um, you know, we're not, we're not puppets. And so, you know, he gave us that gift of free will, which is part of what it means to be made his image and likeness. Um, but desires are cooperation, you know, and that's what we see in Mary, you know, is, is that cooperation, uh, with God's plan. And so, um, Right, that that response, that that cooperation to what uh, God has um, in store for us and wants to do for us, and the way He wants to to help us, even if even if it's maybe doesn't seem like it at, at the time or whatever it might be. That um, and that's the grace of God. Yeah. Um, you know, we Mary is full of grace, you know, which is the gift of God's you know own life. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but we all have grace too, you know, through the sacraments and and whatnot. And so that ability to be able to, to cooperate with that relationship that God wants to, um, to have with us. Um, cause otherwise it's, you know, he's going to say, okay, you know, uh, I'll let you go on your own if you want, you know, right. it's fine. You know, I'm not going to force myself on you. Um, yeah. but obviously has so much in, in store for us when we're more open. Yeah. If we just, if we just listen and then act. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, father, let's wrap up today yeah. with a little prayer. Yeah. In the name of the father, son, Holy spirit. Holy Spirit. Many God, we thank you for, um, one, for Jesus, and uh, just the, the gift of your Son as our Lord and Savior. We thank you for our Blessed Mother and her yes uh, to your plan, uh, which also leads us to her example for us to respond to, um, to your movement in our lives with, um, with our own yes, um, Help us to trust, Lord, especially when it's hard that our yes to you um, actually, like a different area, leads to um, to life uh, and to into goodness. Um, and as we're on the cusp of 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 Christmas, that um, we also know that that uh, Jesus, you want to be in a sense born in us and through us as well. And so, uh, give us the grace to to do that more and more. Um, God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Sustain us this day and each day in that love in the Holy Spirit and through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, a pleasure as always. Thank you. Likewise. And uh, God bless you all. And um, hopefully we'll be uh, seeing you around church. That's right. Five and nine. Five and nine. See you then.